0: Our healer. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Well, let's pray for a few moments tonight. You know, one of the things that Brother Hagan emphasized before he went on to be with the Lord in the Holy Ghost meetings was the importance of praying about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And the main three that we would pray about and he would pray about were the power gifts that's the gift of faith that's the gift of healings and that's the working of miracles amen so as we pray we thank god for rain in the time of the latter rain and the power gifts are in the rain amen the power gifts are in the rain so father tonight in the name of jesus we pray and we thank you first of all for what we've seen up till now but lord we know that there's so much more And you said to ask the Lord for rain in the time of the latter rain. And so we ask you, sir, for great rain, for the greater days, and for the greater things, and for the greater glory. We pray, Lord, about the power gifts. We ask you, sir, for the gift of faith, the gifts of healings, and the working of miracles to be manifested and demonstrated in a greater degree. In a greater way than we've seen up until now. Thank you, Lord, for the equipment upon your church. The equipment upon every believer. Every believer can flow in the gifts of the Spirit. And so we ask tonight for the manifestation of your Spirit. We give you the glory, Father. We give you the praise. We give you the honor in the name of Jesus. Say it with me. I am available. To be used by God in the power gifts. Here I am, Lord. Use me for your glory. Now lift your hands up and let's thank him right now. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. God. And of course, these things that we're talking about need to be prayed over and over and over again in corporate prayer meetings where you know we come together and we we pray in the holy ghost and we all bring our supply of the spirit right believing amen so tonight what we're going to do is we're going to kick off our christ the healer series and i'm going to be utilizing various tremendous teachers within our church like brother george amaral and terry if she uh, wants to Uh, i'm sure she would of course pastor nancy and pastor tom some good things uh, the things that we're going to be sharing are taught in Bible colleges across the land. And so what I've done is I've put together some notes uh, for week one and week two. And of course, you know, we'll be speaking spontaneously, being led by the Spirit of God. So if I, uh, you know, get away from my notes, don't worry about it. Those things are good for you to have. And these are very, very important. Amen. Amen. So let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for this great congregation this blessed congregation. This congregation, praise God, that is here tonight. We pray, Lord God, that you would speak to us through your word and by the power of the Holy Spirit, we open up our hearts to receive with meekness the engrafted word, which is able to encourage us and to save our souls. We glorify you tonight, for it's in the name of Jesus that we pray. And everyone said, Amen. So I want to start out tonight in the book of Ephesians, and I'm going to look at chapter 5 and verse 17. Ephesians, the fifth chapter, in the 17th verse says, Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what the will of the Lord is. In other words, he's saying, I'm praying that you'll get it, that you will understand the will of God. I thought about this on the way in tonight. And uh, that word understanding is not speaking of a head knowledge. This word understanding is speaking of a spiritual understanding. Things that you get in your heart. It's like what he prayed for in Ephesians 1. That the eyes of your understanding would be enlightened. In other words, the lights go on things we've never seen before all of a sudden we see them clearly or things perhaps we've seen in days past and in years past become more clear and revelation knowledge begins to increase in our lives so i'm praying here that you be not unwise but understanding what the will of the lord is now we're going to be centering in of course on the will of the Lord concerning divine healing and concerning Christ, the healer. Then I want you to look at Romans chapter 12 and verse 2, where he says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by renewing your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and what? The perfect will of God. So the Lord wants us to be wise. He wants us to have understanding. And that comes through the vehicle of the Word of God in getting our minds renewed to what God's Word says concerning the will of God in specifically in this series in the area of healing. Amen? Yes. And so this is what's happening in our hearts. And so as you're as you're attending these services Your spirit man is being fed. Your inner man is being fed. And you can expect, as your inner man is being fed, for your inner man to get strong. It is the strong spirit of a man that will bring sustenance to you in the day of infirmity. In other words, when attacks come, the stronger you are in your spirit, the easier it will be to ward off those attacks. And so faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. We're being fed the Word of God. Hallelujah. The eyes of our hearts are being flooded with light. So let's look over at Luke chapter 5 and you'll see this in your notes. Luke the fifth chapter and we see here In verse 12, it says, And it came to pass, when he was in a certain city, behold, a man was full of leprosy. Now, Dr. Luke, who was a doctor, was a physician, uh, said it differently than Matthew did. Luke points out that this man was full of leprosy. Full of leprosy. In other words, he was so full of leprosy, he had no uh, chance of living. He was an incurable. And so not only was he someone that was, had a death sentence upon him, but he was also someone that was ostracized by society. This leper was in a very hopeless case. Do we know people that have no hope? Do we know people in our lives that are hopeless? Well, thank God there is always hope when Jesus is in the house. Amen. Now notice with me. In verse 12. Or actually, and it came to pass when he, he was in a certain city, behold a man full of leprosy. And it says, and, and, and who seeing Jesus fell on his face. So he must have heard something about Jesus. Yeah. He must have heard that he was going about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And so a flicker of hope came into him. Glory to God. You know, when people hear of Jesus and they approach him like this leper approached him, great things can happen. He fell on his face as an act of worship and besought him saying, Lord, if thou wilt... Thou canst make me clean. If you are willing, I know that you can. I'm just not certain that you are willing. Now millions of people worldwide are asking the same questions today. They know that God can heal, but are not sure that it's his will to heal them. Now, I want you to notice this next quote here. This is from F.F. Bosworth's book, Christ the Healer. And we have some of those uh, books in the bookstore. A tremendous book. Brother Hagen said that he wore out several F.F. Bosworth's book, Christ the Healer, when they were hardcover when he was traveling. Wore out several of them. But in my book, this is on page 49... He says the greatest barrier to the faith of many seeking bodily healing in our day is the uncertainty in their minds as to it being the will of God to heal all. Nearly everyone knows that God does heal some, but there is is much in modern theology that keeps people from knowing what the Bible clearly teaches, that healing is provided for all. Listen to this last statement. Bosworth says, It is impossible to boldly claim by faith a blessing that we are not sure that God offers. The power of God can be claimed only where the will of God is known. And so tonight, we're having the reading of the will. If you want to know what is in a will, you need to look at the will. If you want to know what God's will is on any subject, whether it be healing or redemption or prosperity, you must look into the will, look into the word and the will of God will be revealed unto you. So again in verse 12, And it came to pass, When he was in a certain city, behold, a man full of leprosy, who seeing Jesus fell on his face and besought him, saying, Lord, if thou wilt, you can make me whole. Now, notice in verse 13 and verse 14. And he, that's Jesus, put forth his hand and touched him. Oh, thank God, the healing touch. Saying, I will be thou clean. And immediately the leprosy departed from him. And then he gave him instructions. He charged him to tell no man. But go and show yourself to the priest. And offer for thy cleansing according as Moses commanded. For a testimony unto them. Now I want you to notice this word. I will be thou clean. One translation says, when he said, I will be thou clean, he was saying, of course I will. Of course I will. Of course I will. The first thing that Jesus did with the leper is he corrected his theology by saying, I will. Think about it. The I will, the I am said, I will. Christ's I will canceled the leper's "if." it be thy will that's so good and that is so important for people to know I looked up the word I am willing or I will in strongs and it literally means to wish to desire but to take delight in when Jesus said I am willing of course I will he was saying I am absolutely delighted to heal you It carries the idea of being ready, of preferring Him, and having Him on His mind. Once people know His will, faith begins. Bosworth said in the book Christ the Healer, Dad Hagen said it thousands of times, he said faith begins where the will of God is known. Say that with me. Faith begins where the will of God is known. Now I want you to notice something about this leper. He got his healing immediately. Faith came, he knew the will of God, and immediately he got his healing. We understand that sometimes healing is a process. For in Mark 16, Jesus said, As believers, we shall lay hands on the sick, and what will the sick do? They shall recover. That carries with it the thought that it's a process. At the time hands are laid upon a person, healing comes. And the person that is being prayed for opens their heart, opens their life, and says, I believe I receive my healing now. How many of you have had a healing take place over the process of time? Many of you. Look at the hands all around you. But how many of you have had an immediate healing? Well, whether it be immediate or whether it be a process of time, oh, glory to God, the good news is you got your healing. And that's what's important. And immediately, this living death... This incurable stuff. This leprosy departed from him and he was healed. And so I want to say tonight that our healing has been bought and paid for. Jesus Christ went to the cross, spirit, soul, and body, to redeem you and me. Spirit, soul, and body. He went to the cross, spirit, soul, and body, to redeem all mankind. Whosoever will call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Whosoever will shall call upon the name of the Lord can be healed. Amen? Spirit, soul, and body. All mankind, everywhere. Doesn't matter whether they're Muslims, doesn't matter whether they're Hindus, doesn't matter whether they're saved or unsaved, their healing, their salvation has been bought and paid for. Don't you love it? I was watching Marilyn Hickey uh, and Kenneth Copeland last night. I was getting so blessed. The Believer's Voice of Victory is such a tremendous program, and Marilyn is 88 years old now. And Brother Copeland, I think, is 82 years old. And they were reminiscing about all of the things that have been happening and have happened in their past worldwide. And here's a woman of God, a lady. A lady, understand, that has held crusades, huge crowds. One time a million people showed up to her crusade in Pakistan. In Pakistan and the simple message that Jesus Christ loves people and that he's the same yesterday today and forever and that he is a healer has brought many of those Muslims to Christ and many of them came to Christ because they were hurting but in that crusade they got healed Oh, my brothers and sisters, let me tell you something. The divine healing is the dinner bell. We want to see a harvest like we're believing for. Let's ring the dinner bell. Let's shout it from the housetops that Jesus is alive. He is the healer today and he loves them. Amen. What awesome testimonies of the things that God has done. And he's not finished yet. Marilyn says she's believing God to go and to preach in Iran. Now that's a miracle for you. That's an amazing thing. Praise God. And so we rejoice at what God has done through some of the generals and generalettes, if you will, in the faith. But you know what? You're a believer. I said, you're a believer. And you've got the same name they do. The same blood was shed for you that was shed for them. Amen you got hands. Raise your hands right now and say, thank God I have hands. And when I lay my hands on the sick, they shall recover. <laughs> Woo, hallelujah. Healing has been bought and paid for. If you said, I will then. He's saying, I will now. And he will say, I will tomorrow. If he said, I will to the man with leprosy, he will say, I will to you. And he will say, I will to me. Why is that? Because he does not change. In Malachi chapter 3, verse 6, it says, I am the Lord and I do not change. Oh, praise God. We have an unchanging God who's made an unchanging covenant between himself and man. He said, I will never change. I will never alter the word that have come out of my mouth. I'm not a man that I should lie. I've said it and I will do it and I will watch over my word to perform it on your behalf. Amen. And Jesus Christ, Jesus Christ, the one Who saved us. Jesus Christ. Jesus. He is the same. Yesterday. Today. And forever. Forever, O Lord. Your word is settled in heaven. Forever, O Lord. Your will is settled in heaven. Therefore, with great confidence and with great boldness, we will go forth and establish His will throughout the whole earth. Amen? Amen? Amen. Faith rests on more than mere ability. Our faith rests uh, more than unmirability, If a millionaire were to come into our church tonight and I suppose there's close to a hundred people here tonight and he stood up and he made an announcement, pastor I have something to say I'm going to and I want you to know that I'm able to give every person in here a thousand dollars didn't say he was willing <laughs> He said he was able. Let me ask you a question. Would you have any basis for faith to receive $1,000? No, because faith cannot rest on ability alone. But if the same man walked in here and said, It is my will to give all of you $1,000 each. Then every one of you I know you. I know you. Everyone in this church would have a ground for faith and would undoubtedly say to the rich man, Thank you, I'll take my money. Thank you, Lord, I receive my healing. Thank you, Lord, I'll take my prosperity. Thank you, Lord, I'll take my peace of mind. Oh, lift up your hands and just thank him right now. Hallelujah. Hey, hey, hey. He's got more than a thousand dollars for us. Mm -mm -mm. It is as much as His will for you to be healed as it was for you to be saved. Who forgiveth all thine iniquities. Since God has forgiven you of all of your iniquities, why don't you just go ahead and get over it and forgive yourself? Get over it. Let it go. Stop living in the city of regret. No longer under a cloud of condemnation. But now, free from the past at last. Amen. And living under a cloud of glory. And so let his glory take you now on. From glory to glory to glory. Amen. Don't regret the past. Yeah. That's right. Don't belittle yourself Amen. because you've missed opportunities. Know ye this, that I am the God of restoration. And I can restore unto you those things that the devil has robbed from you. Come on, let's lift our hands. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Glory to God. God. Whew. hmm Mm-hmm. Years. Chronic diseases. Years and years and years and years of chronic diseases. One touch from the Master's hand can shut that down and renew your body and saturate your cells with his glory and make you whole and keep you whole. Uh-huh. Thank you, Jesus. Glory, glory, glory to God. Glory. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And you don't have to know the word from A to Z to love people. Amen. That's right. That's right. You don't have to be a Bible scholar to pray for somebody. Amen. You just love them and let Jesus meet them right where they're at. Now, if you take time to read the the four Gospels and you looked at the alls and the everys concerning divine healing, it'd be a good study. So let's take a look at some of them tonight. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 23 through 25. Hallelujah. Somebody's getting healed in here right now. Just go ahead and take it. Just go ahead and take it. I believe it. I receive it. It's mine. Matthew four twenty three 23 through verse 25. And, and Jesus went about all Galilee teaching in their synagogues. So He taught, didn't He? Yes. And what happens when the Word is taught? Faith comes. Amen. And He also preached the gospel of the kingdom. Not a gospel of legalism, but the gospel of grace and the gospel which is good news. And it's good news to a leper that I'm willing, be thou whole. Now notice this. And he didn't just preach. He didn't just teach and healing. Healing all manner of sickness and all manner of dis-ease among the people. Jesus told us that if you will go and preach everywhere, I will stand at attention and I will confirm the word that is preached with signs following. And this is exactly what was happening. He was teaching, he was preaching, and he was healing. Verse twenty four. And his fame went throughout all Syria, and they brought unto him all sick people that were taken with divers diseases and torments. Can a person be healed of a tormenting spirit? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Fear has torment. Can a person be delivered from torment? And those which were possessed with devils. And those which were lunatic. In other words, they were out of their minds. And those that had the palsy. And he healed them. He healed them. For the power of the Lord was present to heal them. The glory of the Lord was on the scene to cause a lunatic to go back into his right mind. To cause a palsy to straighten up and be healed. To cause a demon-possessed person who could just get under the anointing for one moment to be completely delivered from demonic forces. You will see an increase of that in the earth today, but do not fear and do not draw back, but step in and step up and boldly use my name and boldly plead my blood and command those things to be removed and they have no choice. They will come out. Verse 25. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee and San Leandro. <laughs> <Hallelujah>. <laughs> and, whoa! And Castro Valley. Yeah. And Oakland. Yeah. They're not following us, they're following Jesus. Yeah. People are looking for Jesus. I said, people are looking for Jesus. They're looking for healing. They're looking for restoration. And you've got him. Say it with me, Christ in me, the hope of glory. And there followed him great multitudes of people from Galilee, from Decapolis, and from Jerusalem, and Judea, and from beyond Jordan. Now go over to Matthew chapter 9. Verses 35 and 36. And Jesus went about all the cities and villages teaching and preaching and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. And then he looked out And he saw the multitude. And the Bible says that he was moved with compassion. And he said, you know, the harvest is truly plenteous, but the labors are few. I want you to pray, guys, that the Lord of the harvest would send out healing ambassadors into the earth because a wise ambassador brings the truth. A wise ambassador brings health and healing to people that need it. Labors, You're, We're, we're laborers. Thank you, Lord. Yes. He saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion on them because they fainted and were scattered abroad as sheep having no shepherd. Let's follow it on right through the end of the chapter. Verse 37. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plenteous, but the labors are few. Verse 38. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest, that He would send forth labors into His harvest. Let's pray that right now. Let's ask for labors. Here we are, Lord. Use us for Your glory. Labors, Lord. Holy, Holy Ghost labors. Labors. Yeah, you're one of them. Ha, <laughs> You're one of them. One of them. Ambassadors. 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 Ambassadors, Lord. Send forth the ambassadors. Ambassadors. Glory to God. Ha, ha, ha. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Wise ambassadors. Hallelujah. Good things ahead. Good things in store. You've made the right decision and you've gone through the right door. So rest in me, saith the Lord. And I'll put it all together for you. I'll bring them from near and I'll bring them from far. And yes, they shall be changed. But also they shall be healed by my power and my grace. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for anointing each ambassador in this house anointing each ambassador with health and healing, bringing healing, bringing health. You'll have something to say. You'll have something to say. For I'm downloading truth into you, saith the Lord. Stay steady. Stay faithful. Don't waver. And I'll fill your mouth with good things. And I'll give you something to say. So walk, walk the line, (laughs) walk straight, walk with me and the glory of God you shall see. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Let's lift our hands and give him praise. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. 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 Mm. Influence, influence influence. I've placed you in the right place. I've put you in the right race. (laughs) And so are you an influence to those around you. And so shall I fill your heart and fill your mouth with good things. So be bold, saith the Lord, to testify unto the things that I've done for you. And the things that are ahead, oh, are so bright. Continue to walk in my word, walk in my light. And the word of the Lord shall spring swiftly through you, saith the Lord. Amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Amen. Now, praise the Lord. Justin, come on up here. I've got to lay hands on you. Come on up here, lay hands on you. Hey! Glory to God. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ha, <laughs> ha, Thank you. Thank you. Getting stronger, getting better. Glory to God. The goodness of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Now look at uh, chapter 10 of Matthew 9 in verse chapter 10 verse 1 he said and when he had called unto them his 12 disciples he gave them power against unclean spirits there again evil spirits there's a lot of unclean spirits in the earth now notice this he gave them power against unclean spirits to counsel them out. He gave them power against unclean spirits to go to group therapy. No, to cast them out. And to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Let's just look at three more. Look at, look at Matthew fourteen fourteen. Thank you, Lord. I'm really looking forward to this series, guys. Because my spirit's going to get fed, your spirit's going to get fed, and we're going to experience an explosion. And you just watch and see all the different gifts that'll be preaching to you. Different things will come out. Just open up your heart, man. Some good things. Good things are in store. Matthew fourteen fourteen, And Jesus went forth and saw a great multitude and was moved with compassion toward them. And what did He do? He healed their sick. He the sick. Now, I don't know if we're going to get into it in this series or not, but in that book, Christ the Healer, there's a chapter in there called The Lord's Compassion the Lord's compassion. You see, God is able because He's omnipotent. He's all-powerful. But He's willing because He's love. And He's compassionate. And then go over to Matthew 14, verse 34 through 36. And when they were going over... They came into the land of Genesaret, and when the men of that place had knowledge of him, ah, they sent out into all that country round about, and and brought unto him all that were diseased, and besought him that they might but touch only the hem of his garment. and as many as touched what happened? This was not the touch of curiosity. They had knowledge of him. They came together. And they were most likely like that woman with the issue of blood if I made but touch the hem of his garment. I shall be made whole. What was it about Jesus? He was full of virtue. He was full of God. He was full of the Holy Spirit. And the same anointing that He was full of abides in you and is upon us all. Lastly, go to Luke 6, verse 17 through 19. And a great multitude of people out of all Judea. Wow, I like that, don't you? A great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the seacoast of Tyre and Sidon. Now notice this. First they came to hear him. A lot of people want to be healed, but they don't want to hear anything. Now, I don't mean this wrong. I don't mean to be arrogant. It doesn't happen here much. But that's why people get in every healing line. Because they're so anxious to be healed. But I think sometimes we need to park and hear. This little book by Dad Hagen. Hear and Be Healed. Read that. It is really good. Anyway, I'll get off my, pedest- my little soapbox. And a great multitude of people out of all Judea and Jerusalem and from the sea coast of Tyre and Sidon, which came to hear him and to be healed of their diseases. And they that were vexed with unclean spirits. There it is again. And they were healed. And the whole multitude sought to touch him. For there went virtue out of him, and he healed them all. Hallelujah. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There's no shortage of virtue. There's no shortage of power. Somebody said, well, we need to pray the power down. No, we need to stir the power up. Amen. Power's in on the inside of us. Amen. Out of your is gonna flow rivers of living water. You got a river of life flowing out of you. It makes the lame to walk and the blind to see. So next week, what we're gonna look at, and Pastor Tom, if you'd come, praise the Lord. We wanna take time to pray and worship for a few moments. But next week, what we're going to look at is three reasons why Christians don't receive their healing. And then, we're going to look at examples. Did you know that out of the 19 cases of healing in the New Testament, 10 of the 19, the individual's faith was emphasized. The individual's faith. In other words, your faith. Your faith. Your faith. If the woman with the issues of blood, faith would make her whole, your faith will make you whole. And we're going to look at that in depth.